We are back with another episode of the Integrateness Podcast with Jason and Jolene. I am Jason. I'm Jolene. She's very excited bouncing up and down. I don't know how you do it, Jolene. It's, <laughs> it's too early to, in the morning. I get to introduce myself again. I know. It's nice, <laughs> isn't it? Um, acknowledging that Remembrance Day has just passed. It can be an emotional time for people, especially, say, the veterans who have served. And we're not just talking like World War II, because we don't have very many of them left, unfortunately, but who served in Afghanistan and other conflicts around the world. Um, and who are now currently serving in, in various capacities. We're going to talk about grounding this week. What does that have to do with Remembrance Day? It's emotional. Fighting in a war, being a soldier, being a police officer, firefighter, journalist, counselor, all have things that can kind of bat you around emotionally. Yeah, and collectively, like if anybody is like myself, and I think, Jason, you have the same kind of energetic pull, is that collectively people will feel what's happening at large when there is um, environmental crises or things happening in other parts of the world people will feel elevated anxiety they will feel the collective fear if they're more empathic in nature right so genuinely feeling other people's um, sorrow at those times recalling their loved ones i know from a family perspective three of my grandparents were in the war my mom and dad were both impacted growing up with the effects of having a parent at war and then as an offspring of that it is in my genetics right mm -hmm. it's in my genetics and it's also in the energy of my family so i feel a lot of that as well as the folks that i work with i work really closely with some veterans and um, yeah, I help people process through the trauma and triggers that come up around this time because it is one day and there's a lot of, um, yeah, there's a lot of discomfort around the fact that like we need to be honoring every day, not just one day. And I think that that happens with a lot of different things as well. well especially but, a lot of holidays, yeah. like, you know, Valentine's Day. It's supposed to be that one special day to celebrate love. Yeah. No, it should be all, all year no, round. Christmas, our, time of peace and goodwill. Well, I can't we have yeah. peace and goodwill all year round. Our, our freedom is all year round. And that yeah. is really what they fought for. So thank you to them. But also looking at the importance of like, how do we... How do we anchor into that? How do we ground into any of these spaces? The other thing is around grounding is we lose our ability to ground outside a little bit more come winter months, mm -hmm. right? So we don't get as much sunlight. We don't have the ability to walk around barefoot on the ground as easily um, unless we're doing cold therapy type things. Uh, we don't typically get out in nature as much because of the shorter work days or the shorter light sunlight days, but it's cold and it's uncomfortable. And there's, you know, unless you're skiing and doing things like that, where you are really bundling up and not allowing the vitamin D to hit your skin the same way, we need to find other ways to ground. People who garden are typically putting their feet and their hands into the ground. Well, the ground starts to freeze, right? It's a lot harder um, to do that. Yeah. So I've actually encouraged people to bring in uh, like potted soil in a, in a bin and put their feet in it and do a meditation with your feet in the soil or different things like that if they felt with some maybe some rocks grab some river rocks or something and set something up in the fall for yourself um and some people have actually found that to be really helpful when they were avid gardeners right i would not have thought of that yeah yeah it's really neat That's bring, cool. bring the really outside cool. in it's soil yeah. it's actual soil right and if you can actually dig it up from your yard or from a place uh that would be really helpful too. just make sure you leave something to thank mother nature in return but um yeah the importance of grounding I think we've talked about this in some other episodes too, but just the long and short of it, um, when we connect with our main energy source, which is mother nature, um, 
through means of sitting on the ground, receiving vitamin D, using the magnetic pull of the earth. There's a lot of science behind it. That is like plugging your phone into the phone charger. Mm -hmm. It is the direct source. We don't need those other sources the same way when we can continually connect with that one and recalibrate and create that feeling of direct connection, energy, and oneness with, with Mother Earth too. And they talk about, you know, some of the studies talk about how there's uh, reduced anxiety, depression, better cardiovascular health, better uh, time sleeping, lower cholesterol and blood pressure and all of that stuff, right? And I always kind of take that with a grain of salt, like the researcher in me, in of course, like my, my academia training, um, I don't know who they studied or what, but if you're going to tell people to get outside and ground more, they're probably going to move their body more, which now is going to increase cardiovascular health and stress and anxiety and sleep. They're probably also going to habit stack something else onto that. So maybe they start drinking more water and because they're moving their body more, they're just intentionally starting to make healthier decisions in their life. Usually when we make one shift, those things start to happen. So maybe the results weren't all related to getting outside and grounding, but trusting that grounding activated a process that then created all of those impacts and effects, right? Um, but I certainly know when I haven't grounded enough. So on the days that I'm booked solid from like nine until 445. And then if I go straight into the office the next morning and I haven't had a lot of time, like if I haven't been able to walk my dog for 20 minutes after work because I'm in the hockey arena, I feel that shit. I know I have not been outside. I have not burned through whatever's built up. There's, you know, Wi-Fi signals everywhere around us. There's four walls. I don't feel the freedom and the release that I do when I get outside of the four walls. I know when I have not grounded in nature enough. I oh. feel irritable and I, <laughs> I feel caged and claustrophobic-y, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I, I totally feel you. I need to, I like to walk every day. Yeah. Outside, even if it's minus 20. Yeah. I just need to do it. I yeah, need to it, do it. It is a cleansing process. Yeah, it is. But I have other tricks. What do you do? That I do. I have a grounding spoon. Tell us about your spoon. Well, it's a, it, it's, it's a spoon. <laughs> like, literally. Yeah, he eats his yogurt with it first. No, no. I'm no, kidding. no. You do not want to do anything else with this spoon. <laughs> it, but it's a simple stainless steel spoon. And I talked with someone who is an energy healer. Mm -hmm. And she said, you just rub it on your feet. Yep. Like that. One foot. Make sure to do both. Right. And it takes all your energy... And it grounds it because yeah. the metal does that. It conducts it and grounds it in. And that. That's the spoon. I thought was bullshit until and, I started trying it. And then. And it worked. And then. <laughs> and it works. It really does work. And if I do that kind of in the morning when I get up and then a few times throughout the day, I notice a difference. Yeah. So one thing I'm going to share there is, okay, everybody grab their feet. If you're sitting on a chair, sit cross-legged if you can. And then grab your feet with each hand. This, I love doing it cross-legged because you can get both feet at the same time. But if you actually put your thumb, find the ball of your foot, put your thumb in that hollow space. Mm -hmm. That is actually a grounding point. That's like a chi point. So if you were doing like qigong and energy work, that is a, that is a true grounding point in your energy fields as well. So you can massage that. I do that with my kids all the time. I find that sweet spot. You, everybody feel it. And your thumb should be able to fit perfectly in there. So when you were doing that with the spoon, you hit that spot yep. lots when you go around it, but pay particular attention to that spot. And that's often a way um, that we can kind of activate that part of the body. And you can sit there kind of in a nice meditation that way. 
having your feet on the ground, barefoot if you can. Um, but like us standing now, we're yep. way more grounded than when we sit in a chair. And it's funny because when I sit in a chair, I don't really touch my feet to the ground. I always have my feet up. It's, it's been a thing I've done since I was younger. It's, it's a back comfort thing. And it's also just me. Like I usually have my feet up. So I'm way less grounded when I'm sitting and I almost allow myself just to free float. I'm like, I'm not going to half-ass ground through this. Um, some other things that you can do. So I have a grounding meditation in uh, on my www.joleendawn.com. I have a grounding meditation there that allows you to visualize yourself as a tree planting roots down from your feet and then allowing that to stabilize you, grow your trunk large enough, but your roots are going to grow down as deep as your branches are going to grow high. And that way, when the windstorm comes, you have grounded ability to like withhold that strength from the wind right if we can imagine ourselves doing that and being that connected um we just walk more sturdy through life right and that also means decisions we make the ability to stay calm regulated nervous system all those things right um so those are all really beautiful ways to ground trees in general are really grounding for us trees rocks i mean these are all the things kids are picking up when they're out in nature anyways right like bring nature inside so like i said uh, my kids are often bringing <laughs> bringing rocks everywhere ask my machine my washing machine um rocks and sticks and anything that you can like you can hold a rock right feel it feel the textures i'm looking at all the crystals and rocks that jason has around here i have various different uh, crystals in front of my desk and when i'm doing virtual work i'm often grabbing them when they call me for their healing properties i will grab them and use them in my sessions but i'm also grounding into whatever texture and um you know uh, shape that they are as well other things you can do like wash your hands in cold water it brings you present it brings you into your body and it grounds you from that source as well i do um, the cold the cold shower like i have my yeah. shower and i get washed up and then like the last 30 seconds to a minute i crank it as cold as possible yeah and that's a nervous system regulating yeah, thing resets right? your nervous system absolutely so if you can learn to tolerate the distress of cold water you will learn to regulate your nervous system quicker better and longer and that then keeps your frontal lobe more connected you can make more rational decisions be more level-headed just be a bigger better you um but that's something you want to train your body into right uh but water in general can be very grounding and cleansing so for me water is my primary element i'm a pisces and aquarius cusp and the aquarius is also the water bearer but um look that's for sure my element but i know for the last few um years i was very much called to the mountains um and that was not an element that i particularly felt that connected to right definitely the forests and the trees but um you will be called to different elements at different times right so water i know is one of my primary ones but uh definitely looking at the strengths of mountains and i love what mountains represent hey like they have stood for billions of years right and they are home to animals they are home to different species of trees and plants and all of these things right and they are as tall high as they are below in a sense right but they they live through all different weather patterns and and tragedies and they still stand you know so when you're connecting with mountains if you're one of those people that connects with mountains and hiking and stuff remember the energy of what that's bringing for you right and you are channeling the energy of that element right B big time yeah. big time like i'm always called to to the woods yeah forests and to water 
Um, ideally, I'd like to live in the woods on a lake. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's oh, yeah. my prime. But I, that's what's always brought me peace. And whenever I do go into the woods, I feel most at home. Yeah. Right? Like most at home, relax. Nothing much phases me mm-hmm. kind of thing. I love it. Love yeah. it. Then you come back here and it's just not the same. Yeah. So ways that you can, you know, like if you guys are all working in offices and stuff or in a shop, like for you guys, if you're in um, industrial kind of places, metal is the element you're, you might be connecting with metal and iron and, and things like that. But you might want to bring warmth and you might want to bring some other things into those spaces. So um, offices, you can have water fountains. You can add crystals to your space. You can have a wood top um, desk. Maybe you bring the energy. Maybe you have a computer stand that's wood and you want to get maybe like a live wood block made or something. Um, I, I know my one student that I worked with, she did all virtual work. And um, she also works with a lot of energy as well. And she had a wood laptop stand that she would put on her on her lap when she did her sessions. And because uh, I had mentioned to her, I said, you really want to ground after these. And she was like, yeah, I've got this wood. And I was like, that's perfect. Right. And actually, sometimes on your physical body, you might want to actually bring those things in. So um, stones like uh, black tourmaline and like obsidian and black onyx and things like that you might want to carry around as some grounding stones for you. Um, you might want to incorporate uh, like jewelry that has grounding principles, right? Um, some people have like wood-based I think there's watches now, all sorts of things, right? With different magnetic poles and stuff, things like that. We can consume things that will ground us in different ways. So different herbs and different teas, um, different alkalized water, right? Yeah, which they have now. Special Mm -hmm. mineral water and Mm -hmm. things like that. It's crazy how much there is actually. And I, I always wonder with that if it's like a marketing gimmick. But at the same time, I think it shows how we as a society are kind of getting a little more with it when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah. How people need that. Yeah. And I think that some of that, I remember when I did some cleanses and stuff and they talked about like acid and alkaline type properties and stuff. And they look at like where cancer and other diseases are able to thrive and they're in non-alkaline environments. So you want to alkalize your body as much as possible Hmm. or something. Um, Don't quote me on that, guys. But I do know that there is like if it's too acidic, you have... It's like the perfect breeding ground for a lot of disease and things like that. So there's certain foods that are more acidic in nature, oh, yeah, and less alkalizing, and stuff. things like that, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's really interesting to start learning, like, what are ways I can ground my body? So you can use that grounding meditation. You can start to find your own practice. Um, you know, try the spoon thing. See see what it feels like, right? See if you're, you know, do it three times a day. Keep it by your desk. And, it's like, yeah, right, I keep it's it right, right, right by her, yeah. Yeah, Totally. Um, or look at like, yeah, what are ways I can bring that inside? So some people have canvases. Some people, it's the backdrop to their computer screen. You have a piece of nature, and especially if it's a piece of nature you've been in, right? Oh, yeah. So I have that on my phone. I usually have nature pictures of places I've been. And I think the one I have is my feet in the ocean down in Vancouver with like a picture of my feet in the ocean, right? So it's a very grounding picture uh, for me. But you might want to start looking at like, yeah, what can I do? Because... We get stuck in these very um, like energetic condensed spaces. The hospital is a perfect example of that. There's like life coming into that place and life leaving that place. It is like a fucking portal of craziness, right? Oh, so yeah, no, much I, happening yeah, there. Like we've, we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> so I often tell people like, you got to get out of there and ground. There's so many electronic things occurring in that place, like especially now that things are wireless and stuff. Um, but also energetically lots is happening and, you know, you can, 
bring a picture into that space. You can listen to nature. And even on those like minus 40 days when you can't get outside, perhaps if you have your coffee by the front window and you look outside and you allow yourself to be so present and mindful in that space, your brain doesn't know any different. It's very true. Right? So people who watch, you know, um, the beach at Hawaii as their screensaver, like believe and think about how that would feel. Send your body there. Your brain only ever knows what you're telling it. It's true. I would, at the paper, I'd take frequent breaks and go outside Mm -hmm. and do like I had a loop that I would do a walk. And I ended up doing that at lunch, doing employment counseling. I'd walk and I'd get partway across Mac Island and back around. So it was something with trees, mm-hmm. water, and it just, it's a reset. You just feel so much better. If you deal with like a really assholeish client, mm-hmm. even though we weren't allowed to, I'd just go outside afterwards. You know, totally. I'd open the back door and stand outside and oh, just kind of breathe to. it in. You have to. You will be 10 times more productive. If you take 10 minutes of your day to do that instead yep. of stay in the lunchroom or push through that or transition to the next activity, that's kind of what I was talking in the last episode when I said like I took the wrong turn to your house. Yep. I, I totally missed the street because I wasn't using that time as a peaceful grounding time that I normally do. I was still rolling through my my plans and my to-do list, right? So those are other things that you can do just to create that space in your day to reset and reground. Like, how do you know when you're not grounded? And how do you know when you need to use the spoon? Oh, I can just, it's a a feeling. Everything's just off. Yes. Right? My brain is starting to just jump from one topic to the other. Um, I can't, I guess, are getting irritable. Yes. Um, That fight or flight starts kicking in and I'm like, okay, something's up. I just know, it doesn't matter what caused it. I just know that feeling. It's kind of knowing yourself. Yes. And that's, it's not excitement. It's not fear. It's not, it's a total scattered kind of feeling. For me, it's a more scattered feeling. It's disorganized. I can't grab and focus the way I want to. And I feel uh, a little, like, I feel unsure. Yeah, yeah, there's, right? there's doubt at play in yeah, what's so going on. Yeah, so I would often tell people, like, you know, I had a, a period of time where I was, uh, I, if I had, like, a half hour between the end of my work and picking my kids up, sometimes I would rush home and, like, quickly put dinner on or something. Mm-hmm. And I found that, like, if it was a half hour or 45 minutes, sometimes I just couldn't accomplish anything because I was moving socks from this space into a different <laughs> space. And, I, like, I was like, oh, my God, what's that doing there? And I had lost complete focus because there was just too many things in that moment. Mm-hmm. So what I started to do, I literally walked in the front door, put my purse down and my keys, walked straight out the back door with the dog. I'd do a 10-minute lap around the backfield, come back in. I was way more productive in that 20 minutes than if I would have tried to just go upstairs and do those tasks. And I wouldn't have got the dog walked if I did it in the other order. I would have completely lost focus. So we can become more productive and recharge that battery with these little grounding breaks. But really tap into nature during that time. Really tap into your body and and think of like bringing your energy field back in. Think about it as like a Wi-Fi signal. I always talk about that. Whether you believe about energy or not, y'all have Wi-Fi signals and you probably have passwords on them. Well, you're walking around with no password on your energy system. Some people have the password and they can reconnect anytime they come in. Your wife, your son, Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things, right? Some people need to get the password every time to access it. And some people just shouldn't be accessing that shit at all. So I want you to picture recalling that whole Wi-Fi signal, wiping all the previous passwords out of there that other people had access to, bring it close and allow that to be the version of you that comes home or leaves your house. 
right? Oh, I'm turning my Wi-Fi open off or whatever, right? Sometimes you do have to turn it open, right? And then make sure you turn it off after. So I really encourage you to do that as a form of grounding and recalling what's yours back to you. There's other ways people have done it too, just real quick here. I know some people talk about, it kind of ties into the roles you play a bit too. Mm-hmm. They'd come home from work and even if they weren't wearing a hat, they'd kind of take the gesture like they're taking a the hat off. So it's taking that work hat off, that personality off and coming back inside as grounded family person. Love that. Another one that's good is the Schumann residence. If you can find it, you can find different ones on YouTube. That is the earth's natural sound. Mm-hmm. And you play that, even if you can put headphones on, it's even better. Even five minutes of that, you will know, you will feel better. Like, just trust me. I can't explain it. Yeah. You just feel better. I love that. Yeah. I haven't done that one. Try it. It's really good. The Schumann Residence. The Schumann Residence. All right, you guys, we want you to try that. We want you to try any of these or give us tips on what you already do. Because many of you already have your own practice. And until this episode, might not have realized that's what you were doing. Yeah. Right? So you're welcome. Yeah. And now you can credit the activities you're doing and I bet you they will have more effectiveness. That's often how our brain works too. Because we can mindlessly do something, but then once we give it credit for something, all of a sudden it has way more impact on us. Way more impact. It's funny how that works. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And we work too. We do. We do. (laughs) So we're wrapping up this episode. We're back next week with your next favorite episode of the Integrateness Podcast. Until then, I'm Jason. I'm Jolene. Talk to you next week. Stay grounded. Mm-hmm.